This is your Places Call. You're listening to episode five of Theatrical Thoughts. My name is Emily Wyra. And I'm Jessica Fight. And today we are talking with one of our favorite people in the world, Miss Crystal Renee Wright. Crystal is the production assistant over at Pixie Dust Players and is pursuing her BFA in musical theater right now. Her passion and her talent are nothing short of inspiring. So we're really grateful to get to talk to you today. Crystal, hey. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on. Of course, my heart just swelled. (laughs) You're my favorite. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, How's it going? How was your day today? It was long. Um, As you can imagine, the life of a BFA, MT, Zoom, school, Broadway, all of the above school, trying to like that. Yeah, I, I was just at my laptop today in class. I had keyboard today, played some piano, and then I made some dinner. And here we are. <laughs> I tried learning piano last year. It did not go well. It lasted one year. I was like, yep, yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> I feel like once you get started, I used to say the same thing. I was like, I could never play piano. And then I was like forced to like do it for school. And I was like, wait a minute. I could kind of, I could kind of do this. So, I mean, I'm not like great by any means but like I can play chords and stuff so there you go that's all you need that's all you need I when I was young my mom was originally going to force me to take piano lessons when I was like four or five and obviously because my parents wanted me to do it I couldn't possibly get behind this idea and so now I'm like wow I really regret not doing it because I wish I could play keys I think it'd be so cool but I feel like five-year-old Emily was just not having it I do. I do play the ukulele. That's true. I feel like you guys definitely can. If you know, like, this much music theory, you can figure it out. That's comfortable. I tried. It just didn't go well for me. See, this might have to be my next quarantine project. I think that, that might be my next goal. I think you should. I'll help you if you want. Oh, my God. I will so take you up on that. Great. We Okay, you'll hear this probably a million times during this episode, but we absolutely love Crystal. So, <laughs> like... I'm sure you will hear it so often. Emily and I just love you, Crystal. You're literally too kind to me, both of you, truly. Um, you know. Anyway, love you guys too. You know that. You know I'm always, I'm always here for y'all. I love you. Crystal right, is our big, you. our big sister in theater. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Our theater sister. Theater sisters. I love it. <laughs> Not cheetah girls, but you know. Close enough. We take what we can get. <laughs> okay. So if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, you know that we usually start the episode with our guests by asking them for their 60 second life story. Crystal, this is always such a great cause of stress. You know, we just know. start off the episode. Everyone's face always gets like, ah, but we, we were very stressed when we had to do it also. I'm very stressed right now, but it's okay. It's you know, Crystal, we really just like to start off with the peak level of stress so that everything else feels easy. I yeah. I get that. Yeah, my heart is racing right now. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <sighs> Deep breaths. You ready? Emily, for this? Timer ready? I've got the timer ready. Are you oh ready, Crystal? I'm being timed. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Ready? Go for it. I'm Crystal Renee. Right, Crystal Renee, as my friends like to call me. I was. I'm born and raised in Jersey. (laughs) I have two cats, um, 
yeah love them let's see i have an older brother love him too only one though you know gotta gotta draw the line somewhere i guess um oh my gosh this is so stressful so stressful i'm 21 but i'll be 22 next week um and my favorite color is red and um i'm a pisces if you i don't know why that's so important to me but it is oh my gosh i really don't know what else to say oh gosh oh gosh theater is my life is that good that's that is the fastest life story i've ever heard i'm very impressed you got it in 46 seconds girl like barely a life story that was just like oh hey you covered the important things you're pisces that's like that's, that's very important to me okay so okay. there you go i'm a capricorn Okay, so here's my, are you like super into astrology? Because I feel so clueless. <laughs> yeah, I'm very into astrology. Okay, you're gonna have to give us like a whole lesson one day because I, the only thing I know about being a Capricorn is I just know that my birthday is the first day of it. And I, I feel very proud of that. Oh, yeah. that's, that's all I know about being a Capricorn. That makes more sense. <laughs> but we can talk about that more later. It was so funny. I literally had a conversation with my roommates about this last night and we just went all the way from the top of the zodiac to the bottom and like talked about characteristics of each sign. That's what we did, you know, at one in the morning last night because why not? Um, what else did you do? <laughs> I don't know. You you sit and you have conversations about the zodiac. I don't make the rules. But you know, as we've established, sleeping is off the table. No way. <laughs> Sleep. Don't know her. So <laughs> um, yeah, you're gonna have to give us a whole lesson one day. You can because... totally do that. Yeah. I'm okay. Down. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready, so ready for you to debunk my whole life, and it's gonna be Where great. Are you, Emily, I'm technically a Gemini, but like right on that cusp. I don't know what's before me. Okay, I'm gonna keep all my opinions to myself. <laughs> oh. For now. Well, you know, I'm gonna trust you on that. <laughs> I think you should. You know, cower in fear later, and we'll go from there. <laughs> that didn't even happen. So okay, then. <laughs> you know, so theater is, as you say, your life. How did it become your life? How did you get into it? Walk me through it. Oh wow! I feel like I should know this by now. I mean, it's really a very interesting story. So here we go. Um, I my first show was when I was in eighth grade. Um, so compared to like a lot of other people that I know, I started like late, quote unquote, I guess. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because I would never, I was, had such bad stage fright, such bad stage fright, never sang in front of anybody who wasn't my family. And that's where I started singing. Like karaoke was a big thing in my family. We did it at all the family functions. That's where I sang nowhere else. Don't ask me to do it anywhere else. But you know, all my family is like, you have such a great voice. And I was like, he he, thanks. Like, <laughs> it was something I did not do in front of people. Until one day, um, I you guys know my best friend, Jason. Um, I love he, Jason. <laughs> um, you know, we met in middle school when all this happened. And he heard me sing one day. And he was like, Oh, my God. And he did theater. He's like, Oh, my gosh, why have you never audition for the show and I was like oh, you know like gave a bunch of like reasons why and finally during eighth grade I decided I was gonna audition or more or less like didn't really decide but was kind of forced <laughs> like physically forced physically pushed into the audition room by Jason yeah like I like ran around the school 
and like he chased me down and like pushed me into the auditorium well what what show was it for what fame junior that was my first show ever there's a junior version of fame absolutely (laughs) there's just about a junior version of everything um a little concerned about that but continue (laughs) yeah so fame junior was my first show i got shoved into the audition room i i walked up there and i was in choir too but i could handle choir because like i just sang my part in the corner and nobody really asked me to like sing anything else um and i cried i cried my whole first audition just just tears (laughs) and my teachers my teachers were like Oh my gosh, Crystal, that was so great. Why have you never auditioned before? And like, I'm just like, <laughs> like bawling my eyes out. And they're like, okay, like, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> and it was so funny. The next day, like, they like posted the callback list. And me and Jason, like, we look at it and we both like, like, do one of those like movie moments where it's like, <laughs> and I got a callback. I don't even know what I got called back for. I went, you know, and I ended up getting a role. I was Miss Bell, and she's the dance teacher. Fitting, I guess. And that was my first show, role, experience with theater. And from that point, I fell in love with it. And I did it in high school and now in college, which wasn't planning on doing that either. But, you know, life really rolls out that way. (laughs) Had you been dancing before that or did you start dancing then? Okay, yeah, I did dance, but it was, it seemed like very two separate things to me. Like I sang at the family functions and I went to dance class. I started dancing when I was three years old. And um, <laughs> I remember my godmother asked me, like, cause she used to take dance classes too. She's like, do you wanna go to dance with me? And I said, mm-hmm. Little three-year-old me made the decision. And she put me in dance classes and that's how that started. And the conversation I had with Jason that started this whole mess was, why don't you, why don't you do the show if you sing and dance? And I was like, I just didn't think to put them together. That just didn't occur to me that that was a thing. They're two totally separate entities. You can't possibly sing and dance at the same time. You can't sing and dance at the same time. That's impossible. And now, meanwhile, I cannot imagine you not singing and dancing at the same time. You shine on that stage. I cannot fathom that. <laughs> I I couldn't even I couldn't even do it. Like I'm telling you, I bawled through my whole first audition. So that's oh my the God. <laughs> Honestly, I think that we all, on some level, feel like bawling after audition. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I've had many failed auditions where I go home and immediately start crying. So we we've all been there. Yeah, I I think at this point, if you're not walking into the room like you own it, then don't walk into the room. Yeah. That's, like, a, that's a good lesson for anyone that's listening out there that I, yeah, I really do. I think even if you don't feel like you have it, if you tell yourself you do, you're going to crush it. That's how I I go about my auditions now. I'm just like, you know, if they like me, they like me. <laughs> and if I like them... I like them. If I don't, then I will take the job. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, wisdom at its finest. This is why you're the best. <laughs> so when, so you're talking through, um, you weren't originally thinking pursuing this. When did that shift? What happened there? <laughs> That's also a very good story. 
I love hearing your stories. <laughs> it, it really was chance. It was absolutely chance. I decided that I wanted to be an event planner. That's what I wanted to do. When I went to college, I was going to get a business degree in, you know, event planning. I wanted to own my own business and like do that. That was my plan until junior year of high school. I was like, what is that called? High school. <laughs> you know, that space, these stuff and things happen. You have to like do stuff. <laughs> I don't even know. Long, long ago, that place called high school. Yeah. Um, at my high school, we participated in something called the Paper Mill Playhouse Rising Star Awards. And as you guys probably know, and I said, you know, if I get a nomination this year, I'm going to pursue theater. I left, left it up to chance just like that. I said, okay, if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, I'm going for event planning like I planned to. And I got a nomination and I was like, okay okay, <laughs> like, thanks for that, making the decision for me. That's crazy. Oh, my God. I yeah. And I, I went with it, and that's what I did. Like, I, it really was a roll of the die, truly. What show did you get nominated for? Mary Poppins. I was um, Mrs. Corey. She's, oh. like, the crazy letters. That's amazing. Yeah, that's <laughs> – you guys are, like – but I'm <laughs> no, I'm like taking a second to process like business degree to theater. Like that's insane. It's so cool. But theater is a lot more business than like anybody wants to admit. So honestly, I mean, it was not the same thing at all. Event planning and theater, not the same thing, but business type. Anyway, I, I'm actually really good at planning events. So it's just something that- planning my next party once this whole we, COVID thing is over. We do that. I'm totally fine with that. I, I'm like the friend who like puts all together. Like when we're hanging out, I'll put everybody in the group chat and get it together. I'm that Me person. Too. <laughs> Me too. I'm just, I have like visions of things too. Like when I see, uh, I honestly like, I still like would love to be an event planner. I feel like Oh my god, Crystal, we should team up because I love like decorating for events and like hosting stuff. So I think we need to team up. Okay. That's fine. Do it. I look forward to eating the food. It'll be grand. <laughs> I I love that. Yeah, that's I, I, I love how I'm just spewing all these stories, but like this is truly how I decided. I feel crazy right now saying it up. <laughs> no, but... that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you can't leave anything up to chance, I mean, why not? If you can leave anything up to chance, let it be your career. <laughs> that's that's what you do. But that's exactly how I did it. No, there was no other like deciding factor. It was it. It's either gonna be this or this. There you go. So now Mary Poppins was junior year. So what other shows were you a part of in high school? Oh gosh. So we did two shows a year at my high school so yeah two shows two musicals and then if you were in the advanced class which I was you did a student run production which was just us we like directed choreographed lighting design everything we that was our final exam it was so involved um a lot of theater at your high school at my old school we didn't and at my current school we don't have we don't have theater that sucks I know 
Like you don't have theater class? I mean, like I, I've taken like theater classes, but it's a very small school. So we don't have musicals or anything. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was a lot though. Like, so I don't think you want to- I'll just live through your experiences, through your stories. Yeah. So along with Mary Poppins junior year, we did another show that was like a musical review of movie musicals. That was fun. My senior year, we did Footloose and Cinderella. Um, what did I do? Who were you? Um, Footloose, I was Rusty. And in Cinderella, I was Cinderella. Oh my um, God. I wish I knew you then. Me too. We would be in the front row screaming our heads off. Oh gosh. I'm not even going to say anything because I don't want you to find any videos from that. So. Oh, it's too late. You know, as soon as we leave, Emily and I will no, be searching. I'm just going to. Not leave any trail. <laughs> don't leave that to chance, but. <laughs> don't leave that here. No, no. So, yeah, all that. Um, what else did I do? Oh, I did Spelling Bee. That was one of our advanced musical theater shows. I, I honestly, I've done so many shows just from high school. Like, I'm like blanking. Uh, Sophisticated Ladies. That's like a Duke Ellington review. It's all jazz music. It's a big tap show. Uh, honestly, too many. Too many is the answer. Um, now, was high school your kind of student-run production? Was that sort of your first dipping your toe into behind the scenes stuff too or I think so because in our classes we had to learn how to do everything and not even that like if you were in the show you had to build the set all of us we built I built every set that I've been like any show that I was in there I built some part of the set um we had to we literally had to do everything and our teacher was big on that he wanted us to know how to do everything and so I learned how to do everything and I, it, it taught me a lot truly, but I don't even know if that answered your question. Yes. Yes. That's where it all started. Cause I, I had to learn how to do it. That's so cool. I mean, that's also, that's just so cool that a high school offers those kind of theater opportunities. Yeah, it was a lot, but I'm grateful for all of that. So speaking of like your on stage experiences, what do you consider your funniest onstage mishap? Oh gosh. Everyone's got one. And I, think I, I, have two. I think I have two. Well, it's here on both. First one was from Mary Poppins. And alongside Mrs. Corey, I was in the ensemble, I was in the dance ensemble. And I was a statue for like the Jolly Holiday sequence. And we all got pushed out on this platform. Like, so we were like in our pose, pushed out, and we were running it for tech. Um, and it got the, what's the word? I'm like, the platform got stuck on the stage at one point. And so all of us are just standing there like, uh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden somebody runs out from the wing and like shoves the platform with their full force. And I go flying off of the platform and like land face down on the ground and i'm on, like on stage? on stage on the stage yes face down just and all the air was knocked out of me and i just didn't even know what was going on at that point but it, it wasn't funny then but it's funny now you know one of those um oh, I, I yeah i totally yeah. that <laughs> that was definitely a mishap to say the least just a smidge you know 
just just a little one. Um, and my second one is oh wow, I feel like I have oh wait, actually, no, okay, I'm gonna tell this one. <laughs> this one's from Cinderella, and there was one the way that the transformation worked, like I would transform from my rags into my gown and then I would put on you know the tiara and the slippers and the cloak afterwards um because there's just no way that I could do the immediate change all at once so I remember I did the change and I come back out and I'm like oh, it's the most beautiful gown in all the land and there was this child in the audience who went where's her tiara and I was just standing on stage like oh my gosh <laughs> and it just it was fine we were gonna put it on but what had happened was during the scene change my tiara flew off of the carriage and was like on the stage in the back so somebody like had to like get it and like magically it just appeared on my head and <laughs> I don't even know what happened all of a sudden I like saw it out of the corner of my eye and then all of a sudden it was like being handed to me I don't know how it got there but the whoever was in the audience was very upset that I didn't make the full change in two I mean, seconds. Come on, Crystal. Like you can't be Cinderella if you don't have a tiara. I so. know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I did what I was told. And when it finally ended up on my head, their parent was like, Look, look, she she has it now. Like they were so angry about my tiara. Um that's that's like some I have a lot more, but I'm gonna spare you the dirty details too good <laughs> Where, where's your tiara the people want to know the people want to know I mean, oh, yeah. yeah good times so i mean we've already talked a lot about different onstage experiences for you different roles you've played but what's been your favorite role that you've played and why that's hard <laughs> Crystal's oh. resume is insane. I don't know how you can. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Not. Really um, okay, if you want to name like a few, if you don't have like one favorite, if you have like a few favorites. Ro roles or shows? Either. Yeah. Okay, well, my favorite show that I've ever done was The Mystery of Edwin Drood. I love that show so much I think it's so cool because there's multiple endings it's like a murder mystery and like the characters are literally crazy um <laughs> that was like my favorite show as far as roles I think I think I'd have to say Rusty and Footloose I just really enjoyed that like doing that show the music is so much fun such a good show and I mean I was just screaming in in the heavens for the whole time so who doesn't love to do that <laughs> you know I don't blame but you I think that was I think I'd have to say that yes so now I'm not I'm like terribly unfamiliar with Drood so how did you guys manage to kind of finagle all of the different plot lines because my understanding that there's like a bunch of different ways that the story kind of goes how do you keep that all straight in your brain <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I actually had two tracks when I did that show so it was like a lot for my brain to remember excuse me and the way that it's lined out in the script is they have each character who is up for the murderer 
in a sense and as the show goes on you know you like watch for clues and yada 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 and at the end they line all the characters up and the audience gets to vote on who they think the detect well there's three things that you can vote on you can vote for the detective who you think they are who you think the murderer is and you can vote two people to fall in love because they're like nobody falls in love who do you guys want to fall in love and they sing a love song so it's the same everyone has to know everyone has to know the love song and like that kind of stuff absolutely so when you're voted if you're voted the detective each character has their own individual like song that like reveals them as the detective if you get voted you perform that song and then there's like another little scene as they're like counting the murderer votes and then whoever's announced the murderer comes out they have their own separate confession as the murderer and then at the end it's like the end let's 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 find a lover here and then everybody has to do or whoever gets voted has to do the love scene and it's it's hilarious it's just such a good time because you never like you never know what's going to happen because the audience is voting live so you're like oh well let's see how the show ends tonight guys and it's just so much fun that's so cool emily i think we have to watch this now i really do too so how did you guys end up doing it for long enough where you kind of do something different every night or yeah, um, we had a lot of performances for that show, actually. And we were in a festival for that show. So we had extra performances. I think we ended up doing like 11 shows. And as I said, I had two tracks and I was the understudy for like one of the people who could like be voted for. And she had booked a tour. So I went on for her for four shows which was very stressful, but a lot of fun. Now that I'm looking back at it. <laughs> and um, yeah, sorry, got lost my train of thought. What was your question? I literally lost my train of thought. Just talking about like, I guess how you, wow, my train of thought is lost now. But so you guys were doing it for long enough where it was kind of different every night. So I guess yeah. that's really fresh for you. Yes. Okay. So like we, I literally logged every single show because I wanted to like look back at it and like I would write detective and murderer and the lovers were blah, blah, blah. So we could like literally see and eventually everybody did get to be the murderer. Everybody like got to like, there were like a few pairs of lovers that the audience really loved and thought was funny because they wanted like the little boy and the old hag to like fall in love. I don't know. Like I don't make the rules, but there were (laughs) They're like, haha, that pairing's funny. So the same people would like be picked. The the four shows that I went on for, I fell in love with the same person twice because they liked that <laughs> choice. And I was like, okay. And you know, we we had a good good old smooch at the end too. It was it, it's really a fun show, I have to say. But you have to like know everything, like be on your toes and know the blocking, and you just like go with it. And it it's so much fun. That's crazy. Oh my, yeah, I haven't seen it, but now I need to. That's yeah. so cool. I have better recording of this. That's the coolest thing. I love that. I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, you should. I, I love that show so much. Best favorite show, favorite process, all of the above. Such- okay, so you've told us your favorite role and your favorite show. What do you think is your dream role slash the show you want to be a part of that you haven't already? Oh, I got this one. You know. I know. I, my dream role is Disco Donna in the summer 
musical. I need I, to see you in this. Yes, yeah. I need it to happen as well. So if anyone watching this, no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I'm ready. I love Donna, like jam to her all the time. And she just, she dances up a storm. I just want to, I want to play the role so bad. Um, if you couldn't tell, I was very ready for that. You, you knew, you were like, this is it. <laughs> Honestly, I think that the world knows it's just waiting. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm manifesting it. I'm sure it's going to happen. Okay, so now we're just going to start telling everyone we know in the theater business that this needs to happen until it does. And we, not that we know a lot of people, but the people we do know, we're going to tell them. That's beautiful. If you need my resume and headshot, I will send it your way. Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry. Start handing it to like random people in the street. I'll be like, hi, just in case you have any connections, you know, this is my friend Crystal and we need your help. <laughs> oh gosh, once once Broadway opens, we'll just go to different stage doors and just start handing it out. <laughs> That's fine. If, I'm sure the summer musical is going to come back because after COVID, like, I'm sure. Because it literally just closed right before. So I know there's going to be some productions and I want to be there. I want to be in the room. So <laughs> I'm so excited you're for gonna, that. You're going to be. You're going to be. I have to be. Oh. You see how <laughs> no, but like this... I'm equally invested at this point. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I think it's because I had a I had a full stop, full production. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like every theater kid has that one role. Well, Emily, do you do you have that one role? I kind of don't, but I mean, I got into I got into it late, so maybe that's just. You did get into late. Well, not not super late, but I mean, there's lots of things that I'd love to try my hand at, but nothing where I'm like the role like there's mm -hmm. kind of a few that I'm like well I really like this song but like could I really sing this one I don't know I feel like I didn't have one until I saw the show either you know I was like oh these these would be like fun to play like I have a whole list of dream roles but like that's obviously the top but when I saw it I was like I could do that like that that could be me I could kill that <laughs> and I saw it closing night too which was like so amazing, but also really upsetting because I wanted to see it again. Of course. But it was fantastic I, with LaShawns La and Ariana DeBose. Like, uh, so good. It was so good. Um, anyway. I honestly think that we could have a whole podcast just about Ariana DeBose. And I'm fine with that. She is my idol. So I don't blame you. I think she should be everyone's idol in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> really? I think so too. But yeah, that's my role. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. And that we will definitely be there on the opening night once you play Disco Donna on Broadway, which is going to happen. And that's just a fact. That's that's just a fact. Period. Will you remember us when you're famous? Stop it. <laughs> I'll cut it out. You this didn't is... answer the question, Chris Thornay. That's okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will. If you needed a flat out answer. I'm touched. We only had to really pry it out of you, but you know, it's fine. Okay. No, because you guys are being ridiculous. No, but we will be there in every Broadway show that we will be there opening night. And We're that's just going to cross our fingers and knock on wood. Oh, I'm not even crossing my fingers. It's just the reality of what's going to happen. It's not like a hope. It's just what's going to happen. Right, okay. Emily? This is, I mean, as I've said, you are seriously the most talented person I know. I have full faith. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
yes last this past december there was a we were we were all three of us were in a virtual concert called home for the holidays through pixie as players and while we were watching crystal perform emily and i were just texting the whole time saying that we would like to be as talented as crystal renee right and we like we that was uh, it we were like well this is the fan club and uh, i anyway i'm not even gonna get into the details of that that was a time and a half to get that recorded and stuff but thank you guys i truly appreciate it that's so sweet too too good to me too good to me we just love you crystal of course i'm gonna remember you like i feel so special that's true you should you should feel special so kind of going through i mean speaking of virtual crazy covid era stuff you've done some wicked cool virtual projects including some stuff through um college so you were involved at, um, at school, um, Live and Living Color, which was a really, really cool opportunity. So if you want to speak a little bit about that and kind of how that came to be and how you got involved there, that would be really awesome. Yeah, so Live and Living Color, honestly, it started as just a showcase. We, that was the name of our showcase, but now it's more of an organization. And I don't know how we got to that point, but, you know, we'll take what we can get. Um, so it started with again me and Jason hey Jason if you're watching this um and we decided that we wanted to put on a showcase to highlight the students of color at my school and yeah we just we just put it together it was a long time coming like a year it took us a year to like actually get it on its feet because it was an idea and like actually getting it to on the stage was a long time coming and when it finally happened it was like amazing i along with two of my other friends choreographed the showcase we did some group numbers and then basically told everybody else that they could do whatever they wanted and it was such a beautiful showcase i think and this this summer yes this summer that's what i think emily you were talking about we did a showcase a virtual showcase after everything shut down because we just wanted to come together and feel feel that same sense of community that we had um this was also after the passing of george floyd and we just wanted to do something to like put our stamp on it we just felt like we couldn't do anything so we're like what can we do so our showcase that happened this summer we raised money for movement for black lives which is an organization that works to you know literally do everything under the sun they are amazing and we thought that they best represented what we like to do as an organization and we raised over a thousand dollars from our showcase which was really cool and amazing i yeah it was it's fun it was fun you you do it all like i like i will literally never stop being in awe of you like you literally do it all yeah stop it (laughs) i mean it's not easy that's for sure um yeah i say i i i get very tired when i'm not doing something you know i it feels very stagnant for me and i can't do that so i'm like what what can i do next and yeah that's really where that came from we weren't doing anything during the summer and so why not yeah it was good i feel that on every level 
-hmm. Now you've also been super, super active on Instagram where you're incredible over there about sort of the diversity in the entertainment industry and um, Black Lives Matter as a whole. I mean, you guys raised freaking a thousand dollars with this amazing organization. So how did that kind of activism play into, how do you channel that into your art and like that inspiration, I suppose? Yeah. Um, it's funny that you say that because I feel like I don't post enough on Instagram, but honestly, I'm just on the app. And when I see something that resonates with me, I'm like, share, share, share. And that's how I do it. It's hard. It's easy when, you know, you see something that resonates with you and you obviously want to share it with other people. And if I feel some like that reflects something that I think everybody should know, I'm going to share it. That's really how that works with that. As far as channeling it into my work, it is such a big part of who I am because I am, you know, a black woman, BIPOC performer, love all that. And it's hard not to take yourself into your work when you're an artist. That's really what it boils down to. You can't, I mean, you could, but it wouldn't, I don't think it'd be very good work if you just weren't yourself when you performed but yeah yeah I try to take myself into everything that I do whether I'm just like in class doing a scene or actually on the stage sorry something on my screen um yeah I think that's so important yeah yeah 100 so kind of going back to that first initial showcase can you speak to maybe your favorite memory of having that community at school with your friends and fellow artists of color, what that was like, kind of a favorite memory moment from that whole experience. Yeah. Um, I guess I'd say I have two again, sorry. <laughs> um, for me, I, I choreographed a good portion of it, including my number. And I threw, I literally choreographed my number in a week, threw it together because I changed my song last minute and <laughs> the way that we just like went and it ended up being so amazing. I think, you know, not trying to like pat myself on the back. I just felt like the energy. I, I saw it on, I saw it online. It was amazing. Give yourself some credit. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there was this one moment, like the second show, cause we did two performances when I, I literally just walked out and the first chord of my song went and the audience was like, ooh. And like they like verbally like made a noise and I was like, I didn't even do anything yet. And I was like, okay, this is this is gonna, you know when you just know that it's gonna be a good performance based on the energy? I said, okay. And I started singing and they were like, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. And then the dance break happened and they were like, oh. And I was like, mm-hmm. And then there was a part where I dropped into a split and it, it just like erupted. And that was like such a good moment for me, especially as a choreographer. I was like, wow, like they, they like my stuff. <laughs> and yeah, that was one moment. And I think the second moment was at the end of the showcase, we did a step number that morphed into bows and it was really cool. <laughs> and once the step number was over, we had our flags and we brought like all, all different kinds of flags out and we did why we tell the story. That was our bows. And it just looks so cool. Cause like we like had, like I staged it like diagonally 
and there was like flags going everywhere and we were just jamming and that was how we ended the showcase and we had such a beautiful moment like with ourselves if that makes any sense we also did beautiful city so it was beautiful city and then why we told the story it was like it was so good uh, literal chills right now <laughs> say that just gave me chills just hearing about it yeah it was it was so nice like i said to have that community and we were like this is our moment like we weren't even focusing on performing we're like we're just singing a song i was crying i think at one point because it was just it was nice to like feel feel like the spotlight was on us for once yeah that was I, I think that was such a powerful moment and so many people were crying at the end of the show and i was like we, we did something we did something guys like uh, especially a year like coming it it was like everything had manifested at that moment you know yeah very that's powerful that <laughs> theater right there that is incredible magic magic of theater Oh, that's so so was this your first experience like fully staging and choreographing a show or did you have prior experience in that kind of realm I had prior experience from my high school life one of the student-run shows I choreographed my my senior year I got to choreograph then and then when I started working for pixie dust I got to choreograph there and then I choreographed the showcase and yeah that's so cool Okay, I have to say, because I've been dancing all my life, but just recently in dance, I started choreographing my first piece. It is so hard. So I, I mean, and I've always known that, but it gives me a whole new level of respect for it that like, it is not easy, guys. No, Trust me. No. And I've, I've been dancing all my life. So, but then once you start doing it, I was doing the same three steps. I'm like, um... I feel like, it's like so intimidating. It, like when you feel like you have this monster of a piece to choreograph, it can get very like, oh no, no, I don't want to keep doing the same thing. I don't want to copy somebody else. But for me, the first thing I do when I choreograph something is I play the music and I record myself dancing. Like whatever I'm I do. Whatever mm -hmm. I'm just like feeling. And then like I'll go back and watch. I'm like, oh I like that. I like that. And then I'll like move it around, figure it out, stuff like that. But I think you should always go with your first instinct. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's my. Oh, we, we love your words of wisdom. <laughs> that's what you got. I, I respect that. Thank you. I wish I had better trust in mine, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will say that there were points that I, I still feel like I doubt my work too, a lot, but. You know, if it's something that you like to do, like you got to keep it pushing and don't care about what other people say because it's not it's not their life. That's yeah. something I still am trying to learn. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. So my kind of final question for you is your hopes and your goals for the future and hopes for the industry, hopes for you, obviously playing Donna, but beyond that, it's <laughs> um, yeah, final goals i i just feel like everything's at a standstill right now with the pandemic and i just truly don't know i'm graduating in may and i really have no clue what's gonna be next because i don't know where the state of 
this industry is going to be. It's all a little scary, but I hope that when we do come back, you know, we're a lot better. We're moving forward with everything, literally everything. I just want us to like take off and hit the ground running once we can. Um, goals for myself, I hope to maybe travel, maybe do a tour of something. Don't care what it is. <laughs> um, Broadway, maybe one day. I'm not going to get my hopes up, but like, you know, that'd be really cool. Um, It'll happen. I have literally no doubt in my mind about that. I mean, fingers crossed. And I'm doing a fun little apprenticeship this summer i mean given the state of the world i was supposed to do it last summer but that didn't really work out um i hope that it actually does happen and i hope that that opens some doors for me it's a choreographer's apprenticeship um yeah that's so cool what i'm hoping and planning for the next few months also to you know hopefully get some representation come showcase or, you know, the seniors, and that's that's really where I'm at. I just want representation so that I can go on to my next step, which I don't know what is, it is yet, but there will be a next step. Yes, we're all just taking it one day at a time. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you gotta do. All right, well, Crystal, thank you infinitely for coming on. You are seriously, as we've said infinitely many times, the best ever, and cannot thank you enough for taking the time today and chatting with us yes please check her out on instagram crystal plug yourself my instagram is at underscore underscore crystal renee underscore underscore yeah that's what it is we will tag you all of the places um seriously you're one to watch such an inspiration and such a talent and love you the best thanks for coming <laughs> thank you guys love you too. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode five of Theatrical Thoughts. Yeah, and we will see you in another, well, you'll hear from us, words, in another two weeks. And um, we'll be back for the next one. Thanks again for coming on, Crystal. Thank you guys for having me. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.